Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Chill Chats Podcast. I'm your host, Kaylee, and my cat Binks is snoozing away on this rainy and cold day that we're having in the city. I hope that wherever you're tuning in from is warm and dry. If it's not, I hope that you find a way to make it cozy. I hope that you're having a wonderful week, and I hope that you enjoy today's episode. So to start out, I'm going to go over my highs and my lows, but I'm kind of going to do it in a different order as a lot of my highs this week are recaps and I have some very exciting updates to things that I talked about in last week's episode. So usually I would go over my highs and lows first and then ask you to reflect on yours, but mine are going to kind of tie into today's topic, which is just general how to prepare for the holidays and a gift giving kind of guide, just some advice I have. So I'm going to give you some time right now to think about your own high and low from the week. I will say generally speaking, the last two weeks for me have been pretty good, minus the stress of heading towards finals and the end of the year and the holidays. It's been pretty good and I'm going to go into some things in a moment. But like I said, take a few moments to think about your last few weeks highs and lows and then let's get into some very exciting updates. So as I said, I have some very exciting updates for y'all. If you listened to last week's episode, which if you didn't, I highly recommend that you do. Whether or not you're interested in ever coming to New York during the holiday season, if you're somebody who likes the holidays, that likes Christmas, that watches any Christmas movies, or generally watches any sort of holiday type things, you're probably familiar with a lot of holiday and Christmas related events that happen in New York. Specifically, the tree lighting, the Rockefeller tree lighting, that is, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and Dick Clark Rocking Eve Ball Drop, which partially happens in New York, and then there's other places that it occurs as well. In that last episode, I kind of highlighted my experience going to these events, and since this last episode aired, I've actually gone to two events again. Before I get into that, though, I kind of am going to just go in order of some very cool and exciting things that have happened in the past few weeks. So one holiday event that I did not attend last year and that I honestly forgot about is Saks Fifth Avenue clothing department type store that's on Fifth Avenue in New York. Every year they do a light show. I think I might have mentioned this towards the end of my episode as just a fun thing to do if you are in New York City during the holidays. But Saks Fifth Avenue, every year they have a light show. It goes off every 10 or 20 minutes or so. And there's one day of the year where it's like unveiled. It's the first time that it runs. It denotes like, okay, here's the start of the holiday season. And this year they always have somebody there like performing or presenting or something like that. This year it was Elton John, and I did not know this until the morning of the event. This landed on a Wednesday, I believe, a Tuesday. It it landed sometime, no, it was a Tuesday. It landed on a Tuesday, and I had a meeting that went till 6.30. The lighting or the unveiling was at 7, and then I had class at 8. And I was determined to try to get there to see Elton John. He just wrapped up his North America tour. So I know that my odds of ever seeing Elton John 
from this point in my life moving forward are pretty slim just because he's wrapping up touring, he's getting older, and I just know that there's an unlikely chance that I'd ever see him again. And me being me, loving music, loving icons such as Elton John, I knew that I couldn't pass this opportunity up, but I also knew that I had things that I couldn't reschedule or miss. So I went back and forth between deciding whether or not I was going to go, not really knowing if he was even going to be there, if it would be something that you could actually see. I wasn't sure, but I left my apartment at 6.30 and I got to the event right at 7. I heard the announcer starting to talk. And at this point, obviously, the viewing area was completely full. There was no way I was going to see him. I was standing behind these large black curtains that were behind the bleachers and the stage area. So I had a very, very, very limited view of anything at all, even the building. But I found this one gap in between the curtains where I could see the stage. And the announcer announced Elton John. And next thing you know, I see him on stage. I'm peeking through these curtains. I get a glimpse of him. Somebody else next to me pulls the curtain back because they realize that they can see him. And it gives me a perfect opportunity to take a video, to take some photos. And then security came over and pretty much yelled at everybody and said, you know, you don't get to just show up and take photos through these curtains, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. But he sang one song. That was it. And then they did the light show. In total, it was about 15 minutes, I think. Maybe not even. It was like 13 minutes. But I was so happy that I went. I actually made it back in time for class as well. So I didn't end up missing anything. I got to see Elton John, even though it was through a curtain. And even though I really shouldn't have been able to see him, I was able to. I heard him sing a song and... That was a really cool experience that I didn't have on my list of things to do, but it was really cool to go and see it. I've also seen the light show before, but going to the unveiling was really cool because they have like fireworks and it's just a different kind of atmosphere than it would be when it normally goes off every 10 minutes. So that was definitely cool to see, but I probably wouldn't go again unless there's like a notable figure just because it was also really hard to see with how they had everything set up. You couldn't really see the building that well. I'm sure if I got there earlier, it would have been better, but I'm glad I got there when I did because I still managed to see him. So that was definitely a highlight. Then as I mentioned in my last episode, I really liked the Thanksgiving Day Parade last year. So my boyfriend and I, after seeing that it was supposed to be a beautiful day in the city, decided that we were in fact going to go to the parade again. We woke up at 4.30 in the morning and we left around, I think we left around 5. We got there really early and fast this year. I think the trains were running better or we just hit the timing of it better. But we ended up getting to the parade around 5.30ish or the parade route around 5.30ish and there was already so many people lined up. Finding a spot was a little more challenging than even last year. I feel like we had better luck last year. It was completely dark out. It was about 40 degrees when we went, but we ended up finding this one area that wasn't barricaded yet. And when we asked, like, is it okay if we stand here? They were like, oh yeah, we're going to put up the barricade later. So we got front row seating really good. Well, front row standing, I guess, but we were able to be right up against the barricade. It's pretty much the same spot we stood at last year and the sun rose. We met some lovely people. It was just a really good time. And then the parade obviously happened. The parade this year was different. I don't know. My boyfriend and I kind of talked a lot about it, but last year I kind of mentioned how we felt so overwhelmed. That was the first time that we ever saw the parade in person. And I think going for the first time and seeing it in person for the first time 
was just an overwhelming experience anyways. Whereas this year we knew what to expect. We knew what to anticipate. We understood how it went. So we could just enjoy it. We weren't taking any, as many photos or videos. It wasn't so much like looking around and being surprised that things were happening. We knew what was going to happen. So we were able to just enjoy the parade more, which I think made it more enjoyable, even though it was already enjoyable before. Being able to go and just kind of soak it all in and be in the moment was really fun. That said, I don't know what happened this year, but the parade started way earlier than it should have. Usually the parade starts at 9 and where we were at, the parade started for us around 8.45 and it was over before 11. So not a big deal by any means, but it just, it felt kind of fast. But at the same time, there were a lot of gaps between things this year, between the floats, between the bands. And there wasn't as many bands, I felt like, this year as last year. So when you're obviously there in person, you're only hearing music if a float or if a band is playing music. On the TV, there's always this kind of music overlay happening. You don't have that in person. So it's a little weird when you're in person because you don't have that. I don't, it's, it's kind of hard to explain. I don't know. I don't think I'm explaining it right. I'm also just tired. So sorry if, <laughs> if things are not making sense right now. But essentially, long story short, it was just there were a lot of gaps between the things happening, which made it feel long. But then when we checked at the end of the parade that it was only like 1050, we were shocked because the parade last year went a little bit longer than that. But not a big deal. It was still great. I really enjoyed it. Um, there was no weird band before Santa this year. It was just the choir and they were singing Christmas songs. So that was nice. I also did, if you're not following my Instagram at Chill Chats Podcast, I posted a bunch of videos and clips referencing things that I talked about in the last episode. So if you're not following that Instagram, go and check it out. Check out the highlights called like NYC Holiday or something like that to see what I was talking about. But to correct myself from last time, they weren't playing a pop song. The band before was Alabama and they were saying Roll Tide and they were playing like their march or whatever they would play. So that was what was happening before Santa last year. It was very weird, off-putting, and it just made the experience feel very strange. But this year it was just Christmas music, but there was a big gap between the people singing and Santa himself. So there was basically no music, but I still enjoyed it. I love the Thanksgiving Day Parade. It was, again, beautiful weather. It was sunny. It was warm. I highly recommend for people that like the Thanksgiving Day Parade to go and check it out. Don't feel as though you need to sit in on the action and where things happen. If you just go along the parade route along Central Park West, that area, it's very quiet. It's very enjoyable. And I don't know, I've enjoyed it both years in a row. So I plan on going again next year if the weather is nice and if I'm still in the city. But otherwise, yeah, I think the Thanksgiving Day Parade was just another big hit for us. Besides that, Thanksgiving itself was just really nice. Because we woke up so early, my boyfriend and I came home, we watched the dog show, and then we ended up just taking a nap. We were so tired. We made a small little Thanksgiving meal, went for a nice walk, enjoyed some of the weather, and it was a lovely little Thanksgiving. It wasn't anything crazy or big. We didn't have family come and visit us this year, so it was just a nice little small holiday for us in Binksy. And yeah, I think it was just a really good day and a nice start to the true holiday season. So this all leads me into my biggest update. 
my biggest high, maybe biggest high. I don't know. I think Elton John is probably my most notable high from the past two weeks. But I've mentioned One Iota before. And One Iota is a website app sort of service that posts different live events or events that need live audiences that you can then kind of enter. I guess it's sort of like a lottery. You just register or you request tickets for events and then you're put into a lottery system, I assume. I don't really know how it works, to be honest. And sometimes you're chosen to attend things and sometimes you're not. Well, one iota had posted for the Rockefeller Center tree lighting, which again, if you listen to last week's episode, you'll know I had very, very strong opinions about the Rockefeller Center tree lighting. To recap, for those that maybe don't remember or those that weren't able to listen to this episode and want to just keep listening to today's, last year my boyfriend and I went to the tree lighting. We got there super early and we got a front row spot, a spot where we could see performances and everything. And then 30 minutes before the event was to start, we were told that we could not stand there. We were not the only people there. There was a lot of people there. That's why we stood in that spot. But we were told we could not stand there and we had to scramble to find the places that we could stand, which ended up being the side streets very far from the action on the rink. You could see the tree, but you couldn't see anything happening on the rink. And we stood there till 10 p.m. when the tree lighting actually happens, hearing music, but not having any idea what was going on and just a lot of gaps. It was freezing. It was not enjoyable. It just wasn't a great experience. So I said that I was not going to go back to the tree lighting, not at least just the two of us. If we had a family member who really wanted to go, I was willing to go back. If people wanted to go for the tree lighting itself, I know last year people showed up like 30 minutes before the tree lighting, sometime around 930, and they got in and they were able to see it. I'm not saying that that's a good method, particularly because there's a chance that if it is full and people don't leave, they won't let you in. But I also think that if we were to do it again, since we've already seen it, going maybe 30 minutes before is the best idea so that we're not standing the entire time and you can just see the tree get lit and move on. However, I mentioned last time that if I could ever end up on the rink, I would go again. And nobody from NBC reached out to me. Let me just say that first. But through One Iota, you were able to request tickets to be on the rink. Let me just preface this by saying too that today, Wednesday, when I'm recording this episode, today is the actual tree lighting. However, it is pouring in the city. It's really gross outside. It's actually pretty warm out, which was going to be nice, but it is just a really yucky day. So they pre-recorded a lot of the performances yesterday, which was November 29th. Because they were pre-recording things, they obviously needed an audience, so you could request tickets to be a part of that audience. So my boyfriend and I jumped on it. We requested tickets the moment that we saw them. We were going to see performances by the Rockettes, Andrea Brocelli, sorry if I just butchered his name, I feel like I did, Brett Eltridge, and Alicia Keys. So we requested tickets because I was like, this is awesome. This was not a part of the tree lighting. You were not going to be seeing the tree get lit at this event. It was just a pre-recording for the performances. So we requested tickets. I've grown up loving the Rockettes and it's been a dream of mine to see them in person forever. So I was honestly most excited for the Rockettes. Also, I'm excited for Alicia Keys, but a very long time ago when my family and I came to the city, we ended up in Times Square and she was actually 
putting on a concert in Times Square. So I've heard her perform live before. I've not seen her live before, but I have heard her perform live before. So I was excited for her too, but I was honestly really excited for the Rockettes because I've grown up always wishing that I could be taller and kick like them so that I could be one of them. But that's just not how my genetics ended up working out. So anyways, to make a long story short, we end up getting approved for tickets. And not only do we get tickets, but we get priority tickets, meaning that we're pretty much guaranteed entry. The day comes, the tree lighting pre-recording event, and we go. This happened yesterday, so I will admit that I am still kind of processing the event. And it will be interesting a year from now for me to reflect on this to see if I still feel the same way. But... I will say of all the events that we've ever attended, the efficiency of those working this event was amazing. We got there a little early. We waited maybe an hour before like check-in opened, but they started check-in really fast. We were pretty much immediately ushered inside, which I was not expecting. It was quite cold yesterday, so I was like triple layered, sweating because I thought we were going to be standing outside the entire time, but then we were ushered inside and then there was some waiting around, waiting for the event to get started. Then we were brought out onto the ice rink. By the time that this episode is live, which will be December 1st, which is crazy to think about. By the time this episode is live, my boyfriend and I will have watched it. And if we do appear in it, I will share that to my Instagram stories. And I'll also talk about it in the next episode because I'm hoping we show up. There was a cameraman that kept taking camera videos like around us or with us. So I think that we will end up on TV, but I'm not 100% sure. But anyways, I guess my overall review of this is that I also didn't love it. (laughs) I feel horrible saying that, but I think my problem with this is that because it was a pre-recording, we were sitting in on multiple takes of the same thing. Every single artist and performer redid what they were doing two to three times. So we saw the Rockets perform maybe five times. Honestly, they performed quite a few times, just the same little bit over and over. Then there was this child choir that came out. They were so adorable and so cute, but they performed twice. Then we had Alicia Keys come out who sang three different songs and she performed each one two different times. And then in between her and Brett Eltridge, who was the next person we saw, he also performed, I think, two or three songs and he performed them two times. We got there at 1.30. The event started at 4.30. So we were waiting around for about three-ish hours. We did not leave until almost 10 p.m. And when we left at 10 p.m., the event was still not over. There were still people performing. I think Dan and Shay and Mickey Guyton, they were also going to be performing. But we are like, I needed to eat. My back was hurting. You're standing on an ice rink, so you don't have any cushion below you. It got very, very cold. For most of the night, honestly, it felt pretty nice out, or at least for me because I was super bundled up. But then there was one point where it just got freezing and just standing around for that many hours, I think we were there for about eight hours, became a little too much to handle. And there was just, again, because this is, I mean, you're basically on a TV set. You're a part of a production. And I think that's one of those things that I struggle to remember when I go to these things because I'm used to watching these events on TV 
where you're seeing one clip. And again, even as somebody who went to the tree lighting last year, I heard performances last year, I thought, but now attending what we attended yesterday, I'm almost thinking that a lot of them were pre-recorded. So you have these pre-recorded performances that are playing just once on this TV special, which kind of makes it go faster. Because like, again, last night we were there for about four hours at least. And we rewatched multiple tapings of the same performance. So it just took a really long time to get through everything. And it's weird because you have people like Alicia Keys in front of you. I mean, she was right in front of me. She's right in front of us. And because we've seen her like four times, just coming in and out of like costume change and coming in and out of the building, you're not like cheering for her every time. So that also feels a little strange. Um, It made me realize like how human people like Alicia Keys are, which I know sounds silly, but like it's weird when you're like in the presence of somebody like Alicia Keys and you see her so much just doing normal tasks and retaking shots and tapes that you're just like, okay, wow, like, yeah, this is Alicia Keys. I'm excited to see her, but also like she just is like we're filming right now. So you can't keep becoming super excited. It feels weird. It would feel very unnatural to be like, oh my God, it's Alicia Keys. Every time she comes out, like as if you already haven't seen her. (laughs) But in reflecting on this, I will say I definitely preferred what we did yesterday just because of the fact that you can see what's happening. Being able to interact with people, being a part of a production, seeing the performances live is obviously really fun and it's definitely better than what we did last year where we just stood and heard things. However, I'm just going to say it. The tree angle from the ice rink is not it. Maybe if it was lit, it would be prettier. But looking up at the tree from the ice rink, I I did not like the angle. Maybe that's controversial. I don't know, but I'm just saying if you want like a beautiful photo of yourself with the Rockefeller tree, don't take it from the ice rink because you're just looking up the tree and it's a really strange angle. Like I will say for the tree itself, probably being outside is better. In my opinion, these are all my opinions. But I think if you can attend the pre-recording, it's definitely worth it. I think it was really cool. It's not for people that have like any back problems like myself. I have really bad lower back issues. So standing around for that long, not being able to sit, not being able to eat, it is really challenging. I will say they did allow people to go to the bathroom, which was nice because you are there for so long. So it's not like you were trapped on the ice rink the entire time, but I just didn't really want to leave because I don't know, we were only supposed to be there till eight, but everything got delayed and it ended up just taking a little bit longer. But it was just a really exciting thing. I feel like I manifested it somehow in my last episode. Well, nobody from NBC specifically was like, hey girl, we listened to your podcast, come to this event. Nobody did that, that did not happen. But I still feel like me complaining about the Rockefeller tree lighting and the fact that I wanted to see performances somehow gave me the luck that I needed to land these tickets and to go yesterday. So anyways, I'm very excited to watch the tree lighting tonight on TV and hopefully see myself. I will be posting it. Don't worry if I do see myself. And I don't know. It was just, it was a really cool experience. I definitely, I definitely did enjoy it. But my body still hurts so bad today from standing around that I'm just like, ah, it still wasn't great. So maybe next year, maybe, maybe next year I will actually attend 
the live taping of the tree lighting and then I can have another sense of what actually happens on the rink during the tree lighting as all these performances happened yesterday. So they're not happening again today. I don't know what those people are going to be seeing. Maybe next year I'll be able to report live from the rink. But otherwise, I will say I'm grateful that I was able to attend that. It was really, really awesome seeing the Rockettes and seeing Alicia Keys in person, as well as the others. I also saw the cast of Sesame Street. That was really fun and exciting. And just overall, I don't know. I mean, I love attending these live taping events. It's fun being on TV, even though you're not really on TV, but it's a fun being a part of a kind of studio type audience set production, seeing all the behind the scenes, seeing all the stuff and just having these more informal interactions with different artists, different celebrities. And I don't know, I've always enjoyed it. Another two things that was really exciting about the Rockefeller tree lighting is I actually met one of the Rockettes mothers. She was so sweet and we all became obsessed with her daughter because she was just so humble. But then her daughter was like posing for the camera and I was like, it was just, it was cute. It was, you had to be there to understand fully, but it was really cool kind of talking to her about some of the behind the scenes about being a Rockette and then when Alicia was performing, these two women came and stood in front of us and I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, where did they come from? Turns out one of them was her mother. So that was also really cool. I met and talked to Alicia Key's mom in a very informal way. It was cute watching her sing along and dance to her daughter. And again, it just, it makes it a really weird experience because I know myself, I view celebrities. I've talked about parasocial relationships before. And I plan on doing another episode in the future, but I know myself and others, we all have this weird view of celebrities where we kind of forget they're humans, even though they'll say, I'm just like you, I'm just one of you, blah, blah, blah. I still feel like it's hard to understand that because it's like, well, I don't go to this, like, I'm not walking around the streets and having people following me asking for photos. Like, I don't have that happening. But seeing Alicia's mom and her interaction, like her interacting with her mom, it was just really cute. And I was like, gosh, that's crazy. Like this mom, you know, watched her daughter grow up to this international sensation, this amazing artist. And it's again, very hard to explain. It's one of those things that once you're in the moment and you're like, I'm literally standing in front of her mother. I'm standing like her mom is standing right in front of me and Alicia keeps looking at her mom and I'm right behind her. So I feel like she's looking at me. It was very cool, a very, very, very cool experience and lovely ladies. They're all wonderful people. And I definitely think just generally speaking, I preferred this experience over last year. But just again, I think if you actually want to see the tree get lit, I don't know, maybe going to the tree lighting is actually better than going to the rink, at least for this tree. This tree is a little bottom heavy, I think. So that's my two cents. Like I said, hopefully next year I'll be able to report live again, but I just thought it was so crazy and exciting that I talked about this last episode and then this happened. So if you haven't already, tune in to the Rockefeller tree lighting, check it out, see if you can see me, check out my Instagram, see if I post anything. But yeah, I just, I, I was so excited. I knew as soon as I had it, I was like, I have to update the podcast. I have to tell everybody that this happened because I just talked about this like two weeks ago. But besides that, I would say just generally these past two weeks have been pretty good. I've been in my holiday shopping spirit, which I kind of wanted to talk very, very briefly just about 
how to get people gifts for the holidays. I don't really have gift guides because I'm very picky. Everybody in my life is very picky or they don't need things. So something I did this year that obviously it's a little late for those shopping now, but if there's one thing that you take away from this episode, it's that as soon as Christmas day happens and is over, take notes about what people tell you. Take notes about the things people say they're interested in, the things people say they want to do, the places they want to go, the things they want to try, things that they want to buy, things that they like. Take notes. And not only take notes about other people, but take notes about yourself too. This year, I started doing this. I sometime in January had an idea that I was like, oh, I, that, that's something that I could ask for for Christmas. It wasn't something that I really felt like buying for myself at the time, but I was like, you know what? This could be a good Christmas gift that somebody else could get me. So I started making a list of things that when I was out and about, or when I saw something that maybe I didn't want to buy, or maybe I didn't feel like I needed, but I was like, you know what? Maybe around Christmas, this would be a good thing to ask for. I wrote it down. I kept this note in my phone and I made updates to it up until about a month ago. And I started adding notes for people in my life as well. I had a note for my boyfriend, for my mom, my dad, family members, friends. I was just keeping track of when people would tell me they liked something, I'd be like, I'm going to write it down. I know some people listening would be like, well, you should just remember that. You should know what people like. And that sounds good in theory, but like I have a pretty crappy memory. I'm just going to be honest. And I have poor memory. I get things confused. And I don't think it's necessarily somebody's responsibility to have to remember everybody's likes and dislikes. But I think it's great when you have some notes about things that people have mentioned they like or dislike so that you don't have to ask them like, hey, what do you want for Christmas this year? That said, I think it is still very important to ask people just out front, what would you like? And whether or not you celebrate Christmas or another holiday, just generally speaking, even for birthdays, I think it's just good to start to have running lists of what people like, of things that people point out and they're like, oh, I kind of like this. Write it down. And then when a holiday or when an event comes up and you want to treat them to something, you can treat them to that. That is the approach I'm taking this year. I've just been listening. I've also just asked people to be really honest with me. If somebody's like, I just need money to pay bills, I'm like, okay, here's some cash. I don't really want to go above and beyond and get them something that they don't need or just get them something to get them something because I'll admit I love giving gifts and I can be an over-gifter at times. But this year, I'm trying to just get people what they need. I'm trying not to go too above and beyond, though there are people in my life that I think deserve a little bit more. So I might get them a little something more just to show my appreciation for them. But for the most part, I think less is more listening to people and just being upfront and asking. And also as the person getting gifts, like I never expect people to get me things for my birthday or the holidays, but it's also really helpful to just have this running list for yourself so that you can provide things to people like, oh, I honestly just want to go to dinner. I just want to be treated to a nice dinner or, oh, I really want to go to a show or I really want to go and see this movie or I really want to go to this thing or, oh, you know what? I really need socks. Like it doesn't matter big or small. I think obviously this time of the year can be really hard for people who are financially in a place that they can't 
provide gifts to other people. And that's why I think being creative, if you have a family member who loves cooking and you also love cooking, make them a cookbook. Print out your favorite recipes that you love making. If you have recipes that you make that you can't print out, like write them a cookbook. Give them the meals that you'd want. This is really good for parents. You know, if you have a child moving away and there's some meals that they really like, whether or not they'll cook them is one thing, but it's just thoughtful little gifts like that that go a long way. I don't think that you always have to provide somebody with a material item. I do have a lot of people in my life who really like those things and that's okay. But there's also people that when they say, I don't know, or, oh, I just want quality time with you, something of that nature, give them that. Say, okay, here's an IOU card for um, a lunch with just the two of us. We can go and get a nice lunch, treat, it will be on me, something of that nature. I think that again, during the holidays, a lot of people get this pressure that you have to actually give a lot of items to people. I disagree. I just think that, you know, listen to people, understand what they want, know what they don't want. Same goes for you and just don't have any expectations at the same time too. But that's why I think kind of creating these lists early on, listening to people's interests, hearing what they're saying. And while it sounds silly to be making a Christmas list starting December 26th for the next year, you will thank yourself later. Trust me, I was able to think of gifts for everybody so fast that I'm pretty much done shopping already, which is very exciting for me because I'm usually a last minute shopper, but I'm grateful that I kind of was keeping track throughout the year and I now have that. So again, I know this isn't really that helpful at this point, but for next year, just start making that list now, start keeping track now, and I promise you will thank yourself later. And that, I think, wraps up today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed hearing a little bit of the behind the scenes of being on the rink. I know I definitely enjoyed being on the rink and I hope maybe next year I can provide even more updates about the Rockefeller tree lighting. I am determined to just go all the way and see all the things for this event so that I can give a true feeling and response to it rather than my I hated it and I'll never do it again that I said last week. I also want to say happy December 1st. I cannot believe that it's already December and that we are so close to the end of this year. It being December 1st also means that by the next time an episode goes live for me, I am going to be another year older. So that is crazy. The next two weeks are going to be very busy for me between birthday and holiday season prep and just finals, which is exhausting. If any of you are students out there and you're also preparing for finals and you're getting ready for finals, I just want to say that you got this. I'm wishing you luck. I'm cheering you on. Take it day by day. Take breaks. Take care of yourself. I'm saying this for myself too. If you are not a student and the end of the year just is a very stressful time, if the holidays are stressful, again, practice self-care. Take care of yourself. Try not to let people put the pressure on you. I know this time of the year can be really hard for people. So definitely just take it day by day and we're all going to get through it together. But as always, I thank you all so much for listening. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week and I look forward to talking to you again in two weeks.